Am I in? I don't see. Well, I don't have a picture. Oh, I'm live, but uh, yeah, maybe I'm on the wrong one, man. <laughs> Welcome to Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. Uh, this is Dan Green joining me in the show. Uh, oh, here we go, man. I was in the wrong one. All right. Uh, welcome into the show, guys. Uh, episode 207. Look, Lauren Leal called in, got caught up in a meeting, so she wasn't available today. Maybe she'll show up later. I don't I don't know. We're, we're going to find out. But surprise guest showed up at Christian's tailgate, who we had on last week from Los Angeles, who is doing a show, a comedy show here in Houston tomorrow and Saturday night. Dan Green. What's up, Dan? Good night, Jeff. Hey, gal, mate. Man, it couldn't have worked out better. Happy to be back in this night. Love it here. Yeah. How how uh, how was the trip, man? Trip was interesting. Interesting, mate. It's always interesting when you're when you remember at one in the morning that you forgot to check in on Southwest. Oh, you ain't getting boarding Group A when that happens. <laughs> no. C forty eight. C forty eight, mate. That's when you know you're going to be checking your bag under the plane. And I'm C48. I'm, yeah, I'm six foot three and two fifty. So I'm a nightmare when there's only when there's only center seats left and you're you're oh. guarding your center seat. Did you seat. get a center seat? Yeah, I'm like fee five fo fum down the middle middle aisle on Southwest. And Oof. I see a buddy of mine who's a comic. I see Ocean Glapchen, who's a comic, he's performing in Houston this weekend as well. I see him and he looks at me, he's like, No, 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 don't sit there. <laughs> <laughs> big fella. Happy to see you, but I don't want you sitting there. Then I see behind him is these two Chinese guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's plenty of room between them. That'll work. There you That's go. The spot. Bam. Why are people walking past this? And I sit down. <laughs> I sit down. And then I look down at my feet. And the guy next to me has his shoes and socks off. And he's oh. like, trying to figure out what the smell is. And I'm like, I look wow. down. The guy next to me, we haven't even left the ground. And he's taking his shoes and socks off already. Wow. I just st started taking a picture. Of I just took a picture of him. And he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm putting a picture of your smelly ass on Instagram. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Can I tag you? Didn't uh, even hide it. Flying is uh is an interesting thing, especially Southwest Spirit. Uh, you know they have these planes now that that people can get on, and now they VIP seats, and that you have your own like little luxury apartment in the in some of these planes now. But it's amazing. But welcome to Sports with Balls. Glad to have Dan Green here. It is Christmas Day for the NFL. Everybody's getting a present. Every team, everybody's getting a present today. Whether you like it or not, I, I don't know. That's up to you. I don't know who, like, fans of the Cowboys are all in Kansas City. The draft is taking place in Kansas City this year, uh, which is, uh, I guess, one of your favorite places to visit. Well, some of those presents are from the dollar store. Let's be serious <laughs> about this, okay? Somebody gets some really cool, cool shit, but some of you aren't getting very good presents at all. I yeah. don't know, man. Kansas City, I'm looking at the footage right now. I, I I thought Kansas had a high draft pick, and all these people are standing there no. all in Kansas City jerseys. There must be fuck all to do in Kansas City. It's the most boring city in America, I'm going to say, because they're out there watching other teams draft. They have decent barbecue in Kansas City. I'm from Memphis, so I'm Memphis barbecue 100%. I live in Texas. Texas barbecue is next, but Kansas City actually does have a nice little barbecue thing. But, yeah, as far as entertainment-wise, I don't know. This I can become a UFC podcast very quickly, man. I'm going to fight I hold my Texas barbecue pretty uh, high, mate. Oh, I know, I know. A lot of people do. I mean, but I, I just – I like Memphis. I like dry rubs. Uh, you know, uh, there's a place called Rendezvous there. It's, it's been voted one of the best in the United States as barbecue. Uh, this is beef that's pork, so it's different, right? 
different. And it's the sauces in Kansas City and St. Louis. They 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 argue over that. But anyways, I'm gonna say it right now. Blood Brothers here in Ooh, Blood Brothers here yeah. in Houston. Wow, that, that's the top of the mountain for me, mate. Well, all right. Well, let's get this promo over. Dan Green. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, we'll do it throughout the show too. But Dan Green joins the show straight from Los Angeles. You have a show tomorrow night with a few other comedians here. Uh, tell us a little about a little bit about what you have going on tomorrow night, mate. Tomorrow night, I'm bringing in three heavy hitters to Houston, Texas. I've got Johnny Mitchell, who has his super successful podcast on YouTube called The Connect with over 325 million views, reformed drug dealer. Now he's a stand-up comic. He's a regular at the store and the Hollywood Improv. Then I've got Mike Ishak, who performs regularly at the Laugh Factory in, Calif- in California. He's a uh, glo- uh, nationwide headliner, ex-Marine. Oh, no, sorry, I shouldn't say that. They're always Marines. But I don't like yeah. being called ex-Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's from Yemen, which makes him a super Marine. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but... And I've got, um, and I've got Jeff Joe, Joe, Jeff Joe coming in, and who just opened for Russell Peters at Joe Rogan's Comedy Mothership last weekend for three shows. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. You can get your tickets at eventbrite.com. Just search for Dan Green and Friends. Uh, there are still tickets available, and it's going to be a fantastic show. Yeah, I put it up right there. See Dan Green and Friends in Houston this weekend at Event bright.com i'm going tomorrow night i know my friend joe applewhite who's on the show uh as as a real tour uh real tour sorry he hates it when i say real uh tour it's real tour real tour dude if i was a realtor i'd just come for the networking opportunity of being in a room full of drunk people watching comedy and (laughs) and my crowd is an older crowd they can afford houses so okay realtors who are listening Get your ass down here and watch some comedy. You'll you'll be able to sell a house while you're there. I can't guarantee it, but there's a chance. Yeah, there you go, man. I can't wait. Look, so uh, let's get to a little bit of sports. It is draft day. Like I said, Christmas is upon us for the NFL. Number one pick in the draft. This has already pretty much been decided. I it's not nothing's 100 guaranteed, but we know Carolina traded up. The Carolina Panthers traded up, and it it seems like they're going to take Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. I, I mentioned this last week. I have a little bit of problems with him because he's so tiny. We have seen what happened to Tua Tagovailoa last year with the concussions. I just, man, at, at 180, 190 pounds, you were a bouncer for a long time. You can throw tiny guys around, and you're not even a, a defensive lineman. Dude, I played rugby for 20 years. Yeah, there years you go. Time. There you go. I love destroying little guys. It, it, it is definitely something that you got to protect these blokes, man. you got to have it. I mean, what's the Carolina line look like these days? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it can't be too good. Uh, they, they, Christian McCaffrey is a great running back, and he's he's a nice uh, – I'm sorry, Christian McCaffrey went to San Francisco. They have uh, – I forgot who's over in Carolina. But he, he's a good weapon out of the backfield. And the problem that, that Carolina is going to have is is their offensive line trying to protect this small, tiny kid. Yeah. 190 pounds, 5'10". Hey, okay. work, work for Drew Brees, man. That, that's a That's an anomaly. That is an absolute but, anomaly. But have you seen Drew Brees throw? He jumps up in the air and try, yeah. as he, as he gets <laughs> off the ground when he lets go of the ball. And uh, the argument for people is that Bryce Young played in the SEC where he's got offensive linemen uh, and defensive linemen that are just as big as NFL players. And I, I'm sorry, but they're not. The NFL is the top 1% in college. Yeah. Uh, these guys are absolutely phenomenal. I, I don't. If Will Anderson, who was also played for Alabama, if he was on the other side, he'd have, he'd have slung this kid around. And I've seen pictures on podiums where Bryce Young is standing next to Nick Saban, he's smaller than his head coach. I asked, I asked, I asked, I asked Vince Young one night who was the most scary person ever to ever rush him, and he said it was Mario Williams. And I said, yeah. well, what does it look like? And he's because obviously you've seen some of these guys are big in pads, but 
but Mario was generally a large man without pads on. He yeah, said, ran into him a few times. He said, it's like a second-story building running at you. And he said he'd never seen anything like it. He just shut the sun out. And he said, I could tell he was coming <laughs> because the light changed. And I was like, oh, wow. And the big question is going to be the next pick in the draft, which we're in Houston, Texas right now, <laughs> and this city is buzzing. Nobody knows what's going to happen. There is speculation everywhere. And before today's news, which we'll get into in a second with Lamar Jackson, who signed with Baltimore finally, there was speculation that the Texans could trade the number two pick to Baltimore for Lamar. Obviously, that's off the table. They can still trade it, though. I don't know if they go quarterback because there's a slew of them next year. I don't know if they go running back with Bijan Robinson, who's flying up the chart, you know, to be picked uh, in the in the top ten. Uh, defensive, uh, they get Will Anderson, a defensive end, or they get a tackle, a defensive tackle, and the kid from Georgia, or they get offensive. There's a there's a couple of great offensive linemen, or do they go court? There's the the options for the Texans are limitless, and what happens after the Texans pick? is going to be insanity depending on what they do. Right. I, I, where do you think – okay. I, I I've got it. my theory. I'm scared to know this theory, but I want to hear it. What are the Texans going to do at pick number two? I actually thought they were going to trade away and take Lamar Jackson yeah. because we need a quarterback who doesn't need anybody to block because we don't have anybody to block. I mean, and in, until they can train Usain Bolt how to throw – <laughs> we're we're in some serious trouble. We need someone who can run away from run away from a Russia Russia. Um, I don't know where we're going to end up. I I mean I still think they're going to find a way to trade that pick away. I really do. Um, I I mean I've got my uh, I've got my designs on. They trade away the pick and pick up a a cornerback a cornerback from somewhere. It's yeah. just very Texan like. I mean uh, we either get the number one pick and we do it right, or or we actually we don't do that right too because. Everybody, I, everybody remembers Baselli. I really think that uh, the Carolina Panthers did the Houston Texans a massive favor by trading up to number one and taking Bryce Young. That was huge because oh, yeah, the we, Texans would have taken him. Would have took him. Yeah, 100%. Would have took him and would have <laughs> had to draft an M1 tank to fucking stand in front of him. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I, 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 so CJ Stroud will be available, and he's passed a lot of people's tests. But I mentioned this last week with Ohio State. They are a wide receiver producing machine. His yeah. wide receivers are phenomenal. Now, I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback or, or a good quarterback. I'm just saying his wide receivers are really, really good. Uh, and it might make him look a little better than maybe he actually is. Now, he's a big guy. He's taller. He's got a strong arm. I don't think that Houston would be mad if they took C.J. Stroud. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they'd be like, eh. Yeah, it makes it easy. But yeah, it's, 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 it's your consensus pick right because he was supposed to be the number one draft pick and then carolina traded up they like bryce young they're taking him so but you don't know what's going on down there right now man cal mcnair and a bottle of peppy van winkle you never know what he's coming up with mate and nick casario you know he's he's very quiet he's always been very quiet well maybe he shouldn't be maybe he should be a little louder as a general manager come on man where's your balls if they don't draft a quarterback, it means they're going with Davis Mills. And and I don't have a problem with this because of the fact that the quarterback class next year did, did you is see that thing where unbelievable. Did you see that thing where Cassiero tried to quote the Wolf of Wall Street the other week? Yeah. It was geez. the lamest thing I've ever seen. It was like if you could be if you could be Leonardo DiCaprio with zero nuts in that scene, that is exactly <laughs> what he looked like. He's like, Well, I like to be on 
I'm like Wolf of Wall Street. I'm, I'm still yeah, here. But just I'm really. Like, no, mate. You're going to be still there's here. No, there's no such thing as passive uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, yeah, he's like, no, we can't have midgets today. I'm sorry. No midgets no midget throwing on my watch. Next year, the top 10 quarterbacks to receive, we'll just go five of them. Next year, you got Caleb Williams out of USC, who's phenomenal. Drake May in North Carolina, phenomenal. Jordan Davis out of Florida State, phenomenal. Michael, uh, Michael Penix Jr., from Washington, and then Bo Nix out of Oregon. All of them will be available next year. Yeah, there's a bevy of so quarterbacks. So I, I, if I'm the Texans and I'm not sold on Stroud, and then after that, like a lot of people are saying Will Levis, that this kid from Kentucky, who uh, everybody's making a big deal out of, he put mayonnaise in his coffee one time. I don't care, I, I don't care about your What, what does that say <laughs> if you're a Texans fan, though? Let's just break it down right now. Because if you don't take a quarterback this year, as a te the Texans well, don't, so does that basically say – if you're Cal McNair, are you looking at Texans fans going, I want your money next year, but we're not going to win shit? See, here, well, here's the issue. Is, is that we, what he's saying to you? No, I, I don't think so because they have the number 12 pick, right? So you've got five quarterbacks in the draft this year that could potentially go in the top 10, but other people are going to pick wide receivers. Like I said, B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas, is flying up the board. Somebody might take him. There's great wide receivers. There's good defensive ends, offensive uh, guards, take, and tackles. If you take a quarterback at 12, all you're doing is picking a backup for the number one you pick well, next year. So I think the Texans could trade up with number 12, right? So if they take – let's just say, for instance, they take Will Anderson at number two. Great pick. Defensive guy. Phenomenal. D'Amico Ryans is the Texas new head coach, a defensive guy. He would he would fit in perfect with that with that system, right? And then if you really if Hendon Hookers stays available after like the seventh pick, maybe you trade up and, and get him. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I, I that that would be oh man, I don't know. Because it's so confusing because after that you don't know what's gonna happen. You have no idea. Right after that, right after the Texans pick. I think, I think at this point you just got to ask yourself, what would Kevin Costner do if this was a shitty movie about the <laughs> Cleveland Browns drafting? What would he do at this Man, I point? I like that movie. You like that movie? Draft day? What a piece of shit that movie was! <laughs> God damn. He was cheating with his secretary, who was twenty years younger than him and hot. That's yeah. what I got out of it. That was. <laughs> just oh. right isn't that what happened and then his dad his dad died oh man but i, I uh is he the greatest sports actor in sports movies Ooh, he's you made some what? really good ones dude i'm a big fan of bull durham bull durham Bur bull I, I watched it the other day it's fantastic yeah. it's, bull durham is, is fantastic there's this movie. kid out of pittsburgh who just got brought up after 13 years in the minors i man. saw that he had his first at bat uh yesterday did you get a hit uh no, uh, he went over. <laughs> he was brought in as a DH. He went over one. Well, he wasn't a starter. He wasn't a starter. <laughs> I'll make fun of him, man. It was. It's a great story. He flew in twenty people from fucking bumfuck Idaho, and he yeah. still didn't hit anything. Man, the damn Angels, dude. I had the Angels minus two. They were winning by three a minute ago, and now they're losing. So I'm gonna lose that bet. I swear, dude. Gambling is a. Uh, look. Well, speaking of gambling, I want to welcome in our producer. Jason Vu, what's going on, Jason? I know you got a gig this Sunday, but before I get to that, you did some gambling today. You want to parlay today? How many teams? Three team parlay. English soccer. So it's all soccer. Three team parlay for soccer. Good job. Yeah. That'd be the equivalent of you picking Major League Baseball for me. Like I, I would, I, I couldn't bet soccer. I, I would just, I would look at records and be like, 
I'll take the team with the best record. <laughs> like, Premier, that's, Premier, that's League, Premier League's good, man. An English team wins every time. It's a good. It's a good thing to watch if you're an Englishman. Maybe I mean, if you I can't st- lose. I think if I start betting soccer, I need to call that number. Like that's that's where I would be at. If I start betting soccer, just, just, watch, I, just watch the, slip, watch the slippery the slippery slope you run into with betting because we really are betting on rugby back in Australia, and the variables that happen during the game get real weird real quick. Like next scorer, yeah, this it gets real. If there was match fixing, it wouldn't be hard to tweak some things. That's all I'm saying. The, yeah. the amount of variables you can bet on. Well, guys, welcome into the show. This is Sports with Balls. We are at Christian's Tailgate getting ready for the NFL Draft. There's four other locations here in Houston, Texas. Get to one, get some drinks, get some food. I just had a hamburger. They were voted the best hamburgers in Houston, Texas. It's unbelievable. If not, thank you guys for watching the show on all the social media platforms. Look us up. Sports with Balls on every social media platform and all the podcast arena. And want to say thank you, obviously, to Christian's Tailgate for having us. Diamond Auto Spa. Austin Bauer over there, man. Get with him. 346-319-5961. Go to diamondautospa.com. Detailing uh, everything your car needs, man. It's a phenomenal job, those guys do. Yes, but it's a spa for your vehicle. It is great. Also, money management. Johnny Van Lee. Get the credit score you need through Johnny Van Lee at money. I'm sorry. Yeah, moneymanagementco.com. Fix your credit now. I just did it. Uh, not gonna lie, I got five credit cards and I owe on all of them now. I got ex wife credit. I got ex wife credit. I don't even think Johnny can save me. I got ex wife. I don't know. Maybe he can. I uh, dude, I I was I was I don't want to say I was down in the dumps. I I had. It's not that I had bad credit. I had no credit. Like no credit's not bad credit, right? So and now I kind of have bad credit. <laughs> well, because you get five credit. I, my my credit score went up so much that I the offers were amazing. <laughs> For credit cards, I, and I was like, "All right, I'll take it." I had a repo. My car got repoed while I was on stage in an open mic in LA, which I think is the most what? open mic thing ever. Oh no, it was on the back of the tow truck. I'm watching it out the window. I'm performing on stage. I'm like, "Look at that guy's piece of shit Ford Explorer. What a what a dump that is." My car's awesome. I walked outside and went, "Ah, oh. so <laughs> my car." Oh my god! So, ah, well, they were looking for a while. So the All Ford right. Explorer Studios is rest in peace, but thank God we've got the best damn comedian's apartment in L.A. Yeah, I can't great. wait to see your show tomorrow night. I'm excited. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Thank you guys again. This is uh, my man, Dan Green, joining the show here on Sports with Balls. Let's get pick number three owned by – it's okay, so it's owned by Arizona. And I think what they're saying is that the Titans will trade up and get this pick. I don't know what Arizona, Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals, an absolute mess. DeAndre Hopkins won out once out. They just lost their top cornerback. Kyler Murray is a mess. They just fired their head coach. JJ Watt just left. Um, I, I don't know what Arizona is going to do because Kyler Murray is their quarterback. All I hear is negative things throughout the NFL from his ex teammates, ex coaches, everything about how hard this guy is to deal with. And Arizona's stuck. They signed him to a long term deal. Unless they trade him, they're stuck. But hey, maybe we see Kyler Murray get traded in the third pick. Th- this draft may be wild, man. Do you ever see do you ever see it when I when I draft a college kid who looks unhappy that he got drafted by yeah, a team? Yeah. There's a good chance whoever Eli gets Manning. Whoever gets drafted. I ain't going there. I ain't going there. <laughs> whoever gets drafted at number three. Is not going to be smiling whatever hats is on their head. They're yeah, sit there going, ah, oh, very, very true. Yeah, um, I think that they will. I, I think the Titans trade up and try to get a quarterback. We see that the Titans need one now. That they seem to have a great, a great offense, and it's 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 designed around Derrick Henry. Obviously, he is an absolute monster. 
he only has one or two more years left in him, yeah, right? He, like he can't go. He's forever. on the tail end of his career. You can only hit the Energizer Bunny so many times, man. Yes. So I think that they need a quarterback. Maybe they trade up and get C.J. Stroud. This is all dependent well, then, then on what the Texans do at number two. The number two pick in the draft literally holds the key for the rest of the draft. Like, I've never seen this before. I've never seen where a pick, where every other team is like, those three or five minutes between picks are going to be intense this year. Listen, I've had I've had three Lone Stars. I'm three sheets to the wind. Okay, let's look at this. Three Lone Stars in your... your, your well, it's been a while between beers, but I'm... You watch it. Watch out later. I have four or five of these things. It could be trouble here in Texas. They got Lone Star in California. They do not. What's the What's the local beer in Cali? In LA, is there a local be some shitty IPA? Like, is there a Cali beer? Oh, it, it would be an IPA. It's an IPA. It's guaranteed. Sierra, it's an IPA. <laughs> Jason said Sierra Nevada. Some, I'm not. I'm not trying to make fun of California. I don't know. Ma- I Mark the Shields. Maybe we'll ask Mark. I don't drink enough IPAs to know, but I guarantee it's an IPA. <laughs> Probably. Would this sell in, in LA? No. Lone Star would not sell. No. In LA. I love Lone Star. That's, that's the only beer I drink out of. Does Coors Light sell in LA? Yeah, I think but they sell a shit out of Bud Light in LA right now. <laughs> but <laughs> here Bud Light's doing great in LA. They're killing it in West Hollywood. That's what damn sure it's the number one beer, number one beer in West Hollywood. Oh man, I can't wait till tomorrow night. That's great. Uh, all right, okay, so let's proceed. Yeah, you said uh, Arizona is going to have, but whoever goes to Arizona, they're going to be pissed off, they're right? Gonna be, they're going to be unhappy. I, I I can't imagine you would be as a rookie. I mean, going to a place where you know you're just going to get your dick kicked in basically for four yeah. years until you get until you get a deal. Yeah, Arizona's a little bit of a mess right now. If they trade out of that pick, good for them. I don't know what they want. If they want to get it, they can get an offensive lineman down. The, if they trade out, that's fine because they can still get an offensive lineman. Like if they trade with with the Titans, they could probably get a good offensive lineman down the road. Right. So uh, who, who knows? But at number four, another team that needs a quarterback, the Indianapolis Colts. And on the draft sheet, in every mock draft, if Will Levis is there, which the Texans at number two are, are even uh, deciding whether they not they want to take him. But it says that the Colts are going to draft Will Levis, right? And then that's the that's everybody's mock draft if he's available. And what's funny about that is everybody said, well, he just fits the mold. He just fits. Does Indianapolis just not want a black quarterback? Is that the deal? Like, they just have to go a, a tall, white uh, quarterback? <laughs> like, I, I just... They've been so screwed in the quarterback position; it's unbelievable. Jonathan Taylor for their running back is phenomenal, and he's got three or four great years left in him. I I don't know if they take Will Levis. I I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. Does he fit the mold of uh, like? Is that is that what they're just trying to get uh, like another? They want another Peyton, man. They just keep hunting for it every time. They're like, this is the one. Well, they found it in Andrew and Andrew Luck, but then unfortunately he had bad luck. Yeah, he's made a glass. His shoulder, dude, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen. He it, like he came out to a Colts game and announced his retirement. They were booing the crap out of him until they figured out what happened. They were like he couldn't even throw a football. Like and they were just like boo. <laughs> like, some guy some some guy who weighs 450 pounds and couldn't even walk to the mailbox is like, "You lightweight. What are you doing? Get out there." Yep. Okay. Number pick number 5 belongs to the Seattle Seahawks via the Denver Broncos in the Russell Wilson deal. Yeah, that was that was a that, that was one of them Kevin Costner deals right yeah, there. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's the draft day. And and I think we might see two or three of those before the fifth pick in the draft this year. Like this is this is why that 
in fact, this is the draft, the draft day that movie was kind of like, this should be what it's based around. This is going to be wild. You could see two or three trades in the top five picks. Oh, yeah, there's GMs that are nervous right now. Oh, going, yeah. You know what? I wish I didn't have to do what I'm about to do. Because usually. You can't win. Usually the number one pick, which in this year's draft, it, it kind of is too, is set. And then number two follows right in line, right? You know who the one, two, three, and four kind of are going to be, right? There's certain yeah. needs for certain teams. This year, number two with the Houston Texans. It, uh, they need defense. They need offensive line. They need uh, a quarterback. They need uh, like they need every position filled, and you don't know what they're going to do. Who's who's the who's the quarterback who's going to be sitting there for till the second round? Ooh, who thinks he's going the first? See, it could be somebody like Will Levis that just slips down, and then you're like, it happens to somebody every yeah, every year, year right? Every it year, does. someone's sitting there, it and they've does. got mom, dad, everybody at the table. We've got you bought in grandma and grandpa, and nothing happens, and you got to come back the next day. Uh, Anthony Richardson from the quarterback from Florida, who who's off the chain as far as athletic ability is concerned, he might be the guy that slips down. Like I I I don't know. Apparently, he's not that accurate. Uh, so and Will Levis wasn't either. And Anthony Richardson, I think, only started 11, 12 games in college. So that's all you have to go off of. He he blew everybody away at the combine with his athleticism. But Tom Brady's the most unathletic guy out there. Yeah. And he wins Super Bowls, right? So I don't know if athleticism transfers to on on field wins, but until the combine comes up with a heart test, I think we're in trouble. Right. All right. Uh, speaking of being athletic, uh, we'll get back to the draft here in a minute. But some major news out of the NFL today: Lamar Jackson. Well, there's two major things that happened in the last three days, right? And we knew this was coming right before the draft. Aaron Rodgers signed with the Jets. We'll get to that in a second. But Lamar Jackson finally cleared his deal. With the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he is uh, $260 million, the highest-paid player in NFL history on a five-year deal. He'll barely edge out uh, Jalen Hurts, who just got a $255 million deal. Good for Baltimore, or why'd you do that? I don't know. I, I really, unless it was just bad blood over there in Baltimore, but um, I, 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 I don't understand why the Texans didn't get really get into that because Lamar Jackson, I think, fits well down here. Yeah, it, it, you said it from the beginning. <laughs> he can run. He can run. <laughs> I mean, he can run. We don't need to worry about blocking for him. Get him uh, a decent person he can throw to, and we'll be right. Here's the thing with me about Lamar Jackson going to the Baltimore Ravens again. Odell Beckham Jr. just got there, too. So you're taking – and I understand Lamar's young, but he is, he's been injured a lot already, and he's a mobile quarterback, which scares the hell out of anybody. And now you have – Odell Beckham Jr. as prime, I, I would think his number one wide receiver, unless you pick somebody up. Uh, somehow, I don't know what Baltimore's going to do, but they need to get another one. He's coming off major knee surgery. Yeah. Major knee surgery. Uh, and and he's older, too. He's, he's at the telltale end of his career. So the Ravens are banking on a mobile Lamar Jackson and a, and a banged-up Odell Beckham Jr. And you just sunk $260 million into this. Well, no, if you add in OBJ's uh, money, you're looking at $275 million. And that's your future. Uh, easy. Easy. I, if uh, easy, if I was the Ravens, I would have done exactly what you said. We'll trade him to the Texans. Hey, man, it's Baltimore. Boom. It's Baltimore. You're already depressed. You live in Baltimore. What are you going to do? <laughs> right? Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers signed his deal with the Jets finally, which was... Uh, a foregone conclusion. It just took a little bit longer than expected, I guess. But he is now a New York Jet. 
and the compensation for getting Aaron Rodgers. Let me see if I have this pulled up and I have it correctly. Man, I lost it. I had it there for a second. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers becomes a New York Jet. They're stacked. I loved his press conference. I thought that he looked he he looked more into it than he did in Green Bay the last couple years. Uh, I know he had his MVP season, but especially I'll just say last year. He was out of it last year. Green Bay was not that good. And Aaron Rodgers, looked, he said, and he was today, and he didn't do this last year. He was off doing ayahuasca or whatever it was. Yeah, he man. was already throwing today with the Jets wide receivers. You watch, man. If this works out, if Rodgers goes to the Super Bowl, every, every team's going to be doing preseason ayahuasca trips, mate. That's what's going to be <laughs> happening. We're like, right, get the TP out. Let's get this, well, no, get this so, shit done. So, well, no, this year he did the, the darkness <laughs> thing for three days. Last year was ayahuasca. This year he went into the darkness to debate his retirement. Okay. Here's the thing with the darkness thing, all right? They act like the darkness thing is a huge deal, all right? There are some former POWs who'd be sitting there just going, you did five days? Oh, great. Yeah, I spent six months in a jail in Vietnam in the dark, and you did five days and you're an NFL <laughs> player. Good for you. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, is five days in the dark the top of the mountain now? No. No. I, I Look, people do mushrooms. They mi microdose. Is that what they call it? Microdose. Microdosing mushrooms, yeah. yeah. There's, so people microdose. People do this ayahuasca thing. I saw a special. There's there's all kinds of – uh, the ayahuasca thing just became popular because Aaron Rodgers did it. But there's all sorts of things in Jamaica. There's – there's uh or, or anywhere, Brazil, uh, Costa Rica, that, that they have these camps that you can go to, all supervised, that get you in a, what they think is a right mental state of mind. If ayahuasca – after you shit on yourself. If ayahuasca <laughs> keeps quarterbacks away from hookers and coke. Do you get for them? Then we're good. Yeah. Okay. That's the alternative right there. Just stay the fuck away from hookers, strippers, and coke, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll make it in the NFL. That's okay. You can go and head trip on ayahuasca all you like and take as many mushrooms as you Do need. Do you think that one of these draft picks, if Aaron Rodgers was like, hey, before you go to the draft, come with me. Do you think that like a 19, 20-year-old <laughs> kid would be like, yeah. I, I think I need to go on an ayahuasca trip with Aaron Rodgers before I make my draft decision. Or maybe even a GM of one of these teams. Dude, uh, ayahuasca scares <laughs> the shit out of well, me. What if, that's what needed. We needed one of these GMs should have gone on an ayahuasca trip. To, to, like the Texan Nick Casario should have gone on an ayahuasca trip so we so he could make the right decision at the pick Jeff, number two. We both have too many demons. And here's the thing, man. It's like <laughs> it's like your first time you do mushrooms. No mirrors. No mirrors. Hide the mirrors in the house if you're going to do mushrooms for the first time. You don't want a wow. mirror when you're doing mushrooms for the first time. Now, having said that, yeah, I'm terrified of ayahuasca. I'm like, no, nah, people like, I would do, do that. I'm like, oh, I would not do it. No. Nah. Yeah, the whole, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't need to look right inside myself. I'm pretty sure what's in there. You got to be excited if you're a Jets fan. Like you, you've got an incredible lineup, like <laughs> your talent, and you've got, you know, Ayahuasca Rodgers over there. I say that every year at this time of the year, man. You've got to be excited if you're a Jets fan. And that stupid idiot with the fireman's helmet on, he gets up and he gets excited. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers mentioned him at the press conference. That's how popular that dude is. That's a tool. He's going to freak out if they make the playoffs. They're the longest out of the four major sports, and we're talking about NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL. They have the longest non-playoff streak in all four major sports. Dude, that guy with the stupid helmet on makes you appreciate Eagles fans. That's how much of a dick he is. <laughs> wow. Dan Green, guys. Dan Green. Uh, look, you can catch Dan Green live here in Houston, Texas, for guys that are watching the show here locally in Houston. Uh, tomorrow night, you will be over at Darwin's. I'm going to be there. 
me, myself, Joe Applewhite, JT, Matt Morgan. Uh, there's going to be a lot of local people there to see you. You've got a few other comics with you tomorrow night and Saturday night. Yep. You can get tickets at eventbrite.com. Right. Yep. Search for Dan Green and friends, and I'm bringing Johnny Mitchell from the Connect on YouTube. I'm bringing Mike Ishak, the funniest Marine comic in America. I want to beat US, that guy. Yeah, United States Marine Corps guys. You've got to come out and watch Mike Ishak and Jeff Joe, who just got done opening for Russell Peters at Joe Rogan's Comedy Mothership last weekend. He's an up-and-coming comic who's going to blow up huge in this country soon. Uh, also, I'll be doing my twenty-five, my new 25 minutes right in the middle of all this. Oh, so, so you're I middle. can't wait. I'm, in, I'm the middle guy, yeah. I bookend myself with two stellar L.A. comics. And that's how I roll out here. We've been doing this. Uh, this is our fourth trip out here now. And uh, the last three have been sellouts. We've had such a great night. We put 100 people in uh, Darwin's. We turn it in to a comedy club. We kick out all the tables and bring in all the chairs. And everybody has a great time. I can't wait. I'm excited. Tomorrow night at Darwin's Pub, we will be there. Uh, we are live tonight, right now. And we are, what is it, man? 20, I'm sorry, 38 minutes away from the NFL draft. I, I'm excited for this draft. I cannot wait to see what happens. Uh, I, I know what's going to happen. A whole bunch of people from Kansas City are going to get drunk and pick nothing. That's what they're going to do. They're sitting on the side of that hill in the freezing <laughs> fucking cold wearing their red jerseys right now, and they ain't picking anything till tomorrow. Nope. I'm like, there is nothing to do in this city. So we got through pick number four, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to take a quarterback when they get there. Uh, I'm pretty sure. So uh, if Will Levis is there, probably him. But you never know. It's all it's all dependent on what the Texans do at number two. But pick number five, Seattle Seahawks. Um, it says if Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia, is available, that's the consensus pick for them. Uh, they they Geno Smith did very well for them last year, and they're riding that train for a little bit. So I think they do go defense. Seattle's built on defense, right? So I, I think they go defensive tackle. That guy's a monster. Yeah, definitely, so, man. Pick number six. The Detroit Lions, and this is interesting because Detroit, <laughs> uh, they picked Hutchinson last year, and he was phenomenal. Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end for the, uh, he was unbelievable. The guy was phenomenal. And Detroit is one of those teams that's really, really looking good, and it uh, like it says that they probably will go a cornerback at number six. More defense for Detroit. Yeah, defense wins championships. Isn't that what your dad says? Yeah, but not anymore. That's that's why dads say it. Not like uh, you would think that, but look, uh, Patrick Mahomes, like that's not defense. Nobody, oh, no, nobody not. rages about Kansas City's defense. No, they yeah, they have a defense. <laughs> didn't even didn't even know. Yeah, didn't even know. It's uh, they score one. You're like, all right, you score seven, we'll score fourteen. No problem. That's, exactly. That's, you know, what, yeah, that's the new NFL. Yeah, exactly. Who's, uh, who's at seven, Mike? Number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, another team that's in a little bit of turmoil. We saw Derek Carr is gone now. Um, we saw two years ago the John Gruden situation, their head coach situation, their owner always, always a little bit of turmoil involved with the Davis family. I, I, have, I have a theory for LA. All right, let's go. I have a theory. Well, well, Vegas now. I'm oh, sorry, Vegas. Oakland. Okay. It, went, it went LA, Oakland, LA, Oakland, whatever. Vegas right. now, Vegas Raiders. Vegas, gambling town. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if this happens in the NFL. NFL. But I see enough of it in the NBA. All right. You see NBA teams taking a gamble all the time. This is out of left field. They always take that European player. Come on. Draft someone from NFL Europe. Let's fucking bring NFL in someone. Europe. Let's bring in someone <laughs> from NFL Europe. They have NFL Europe anymore? They have NFL Europe. I think there's five teams playing out of Rotterdam or somewhere like that. 
get the quarterback from Rotterdam and get him in and say, there's you know a, what, we see nice things in this kid and we're seven, taking a gamble. There's a 7-1 quarterback over there. That's, <laughs> <laughs> he can throw a 160-yard bomb. He's wiry. He's wiry. He's wiry. He's wiry. Uh, he ain't got, too, ain't got too much in this. He's not very not very broad, but he's wiry. He's taking Victor. He, yeah, he can, uh, he can throw a ball 80, 80 yards, but he just, he just if you if you look at him, he breaks. Number eight, Atlanta <laughs> Falcons. Um, I wish Rachel was here. Rachel Vaughn Arrange. She that is her team. I don't. At, at eleven, I have no idea. I don't have a clue between at, at pick number eight. I'm sorry, Atlanta Falcons, and then nine is the Chicago Bears via the Carolina trade. They got them to number one, and then at ten, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles. This is all, like I said, all dependent on what happens. At number two with the Houston Texans, right? I just well, nobody knows. And here's the worst part: is the entire NFL is trying to speculate what the Texans are going to do. We can't even figure out what the Texans are going to do, and we're here. I mean, how's the rest of the NFL going to figure that out? Yeah, who knows? And then you have look, they they have right after that, the Texans have another pick at number twelve, right? So they can trade that pick and trade up if they want to or trade down. They can trade the number two to go back to number five if they want to and take a quarterback and get a couple of more first or second rounders. I don't know. They I gu- have. I guarantee you one thing. One thing is for sure. If the Texans manage to trade that pick away and trade away the 12th pick and there's some poor dude out in Kansas City wearing a Texans jersey tonight, he's not going to be like those KC fans. He's going to no. be disappointed that we didn't pick anybody in the first day. The Texans have an opportunity here. To change their franchise. I think they're going to set themselves up for next year. I really think they're going to trade away. I, I hope so. I'm going to go out on a limb right now. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to trade away the second pick and the 12th pick, and they're going to line themselves up with a bunch of first-rounders for next year, and they're going to get that quarterback they want next year and get a couple of – There's not another team in the top 12 picks that has the opportunity to change their franchise like the Houston Texans do have tonight. Like they can change. Look, they they hired D'Amico Ryan's defensive minded guy, incredible head coach or not head coach. Well, he's a head coach now for Texans, but a defensive coordinator for San Francisco. Well, it, it, he's amazing. So it just they, worries me that if they don't give him the tools this year, they might. You know, Texas. Texas yeah, will, that's what I'm saying. Like this is huge for them. This is a they have an opportunity to change the entire franchise, change the narrative that is the Deshaun Watson. Uh, uh like go back to. Uh, Andre Johnson, J.J. Watt, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Dude, they're all gone. You didn't win championships. You had great players. You ruined a bunch of careers. You've got scandals. You have a chance to change the narrative. With two picks in the NFL draft, you need to get it right. Yeah. And I, I, if I'm a Texans fan tonight, I am absolutely freaking out, like scared that that they are. You're going to, in, in two hours from now, be throwing stuff like a Cowboys fan. Speaking of the Cowboys, <laughs> let's do it. I'm, yeah, I'm always down for let's the Cowboys. Jump, let's <laughs> jump to the first. Ca- where, the, where, the, where the Cowboys land in this thing? Where are they at? Uh, let me see T- where. Tell they- me it's tomorrow sometime. It can't <laughs> be right, can it? Yeah, I don't know if the Cowboys have a pick tonight. Let me see. So I'll go down the list here. Uh, Houston's have 12. Green Bay Packers, who uh, obviously got their pick via the New York Jets. Uh, they have number 13. The New England Patriots at 14. The Jets again via Green Bay at 15. Commanders, Steelers, Lions, again, uh, Bucks, Seahawks again at 20. The Los Angeles Chargers, 21. No one cares. Now, Baltimore Ravens at 22. Minnesota Vikings, (laughs) uh, Jacksonville, the Giants. Here we go. Dallas Cowboys 
Pick number 26. Pick number 26. And it doesn't it's, matter. It's, they they still have Dak Prescott. That's a, that's a sexy pick, 26, <laughs> right it? there. No. Look, they, <laughs> if you, dude, they absolutely freaking lucked out with C.D. Lamb, right? They, they've gotten lucky. They've actually yeah. drafted very well the last couple of years. So if somebody falls into, like, that 26 category, say somebody like B. John Robinson, or remember you said earlier, what if – what if one of these QBs or somebody falls way back? I think around that mark at the 26, that's when you see GM starting to get cute and they're starting to find that that pick that that no one else has seen. And they're like, that's when you'll see, start seeing third rounders get picked in the first round. And you're like, no, 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 this guy's a this guy's a dime in the rough. You don't see what we see. Well, nobody else did either. You could have got him in the late second round. You didn't have to take him here. But they're gonna, you're going to see some of that happen. It's just some cute stuff. <laughs> Kevin Anthony, uh, thanks for joining. He said pick 26, Massive Cowboys fans. And, and he, <laughs> he just said, uh, Dan sounds like sounds just like the shark out of Finding Nemo. <laughs> Bruce the Shark, mate. G'day, how you got? <laughs> no, nah, mate, I do a bit on stage about talking like Bruce the Shark. Mate. Dude. Yeah, he's like, hi, how you doing, mate? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fish are our friends. Fish, fish are friends, mate. Fish are friends. <laughs> Fish are friends. Not we don't food. eat fish. Not food. Not food. Friends. He didn't know his father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, neither did I, damn it. I'm just kidding. Uh, I did know him. I got thrown <laughs> I got thrown out of a plane once with a sergeant. This sounded exactly like that 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 shark. It was uh very, very <laughs> disconcerting. You said earlier, look, you flew in today from Los Angeles right. and uh rough plane flight on Southwest, but I was going to ask you, and I'm glad you just mentioned that. Have you ever been thrown off a plane? I have. I've been kicked off a plane before. I've jumped off the back of one before. Well, yeah, we know you were. No, 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 no. The plane was on the tarmac. We turned up late. What? We turned up late to a, an army exercise on the back of a thing called a caribou, and the caribou doesn't have night vision in the cockpit, so it's coming on sunset, and these guys were like, "Well, you got to get out," and but we don't have time to stop the plane to a complete stop. We just need to do a U-turn at the end of the tarmac and get this thing out How of here. How fast is it going? Like 20? About 30 mile an hour, man. Wow. You're walking off the back of this thing with a full pack <laughs> on, and you just face plant straight away. And we had, we're not paratroopers. We don't know how to – you're taking a one-foot step off the back of a plane. It's just broken knees and everything, man. It was a bad idea from the start. Yeah, I bet it was. That doesn't sound uh, That doesn't sound fun it's at all. It's the closest I've gone to getting thrown off an airplane. I don't, I don't, see, I don't, I don't want to be on no fly list. I, I kind of like being on the fly list. Yeah, I, I was kicked off a plane one time. It was a very interesting, interesting ordeal. It was right when uh, people had the ability to bring their dogs onto planes, like what? in the in the cabin. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a bone to pick with service animals. I'm, oh, I'm, here's the thing: German Shepherd on a plane is not a service animal, dude. No, no, no. He, he probably is a service. Is, he's a service animal, but he should be given his own seat. That's for sure. He's a big dog. Yes. No. He no I had a guy. I had a guy come into the laugh factory in LA the other week, and everybody has brings their dog out in LA. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody, you're not allowed to ask for paperwork. You just got to assume it's correct. Dude, <laughs> dude turns up at a comedy show with a full size Doberman as an emotional support dog. And I looked at him, you know, the Resident Evil dog, the big one. Yeah. And I looked at him yeah. and I was like. The Resident Evil yeah. dog, and, yeah. And he, and he takes this dog inside. And I'm looking, thinking to myself, I'm like, at what point has your emotional support dog lost its effect when everybody in the room needs emotional support because, because of, of your dog? Because of your dog, yeah. And then 10 minutes later, he's out front arguing with a guy who's in there with a full-size pit bull as his anti-anxiety dog. And they're arguing over whose emotional support dog can beat the shit out of the other emotional support dog. No. I'm like, that's not how it's meant to work, buddies. No. You can't do this. 
I, I, I can't stand that. I saw a lady in the grocery store with one the other day, and it just blew my mind that uh, dogs. I, I got enough hair in my house because I, I got a dog, and he runs around. I got to sweep every day. I can't imagine having a dog in a grocery store, right? That that's not that's not right. Hey man, sometimes you need them though. Man. There are some legit in a grocery people. store. Hey man, some people need the pears are going to attack you. I don't. I, I, some people need them to leave the house, man. I mean, that, you, that's a cool thing. You don't even need like now, in I, today's society. You don't even need to leave your home. Order Amazon groceries or, or every grocery store has an app now. I did have a don't lady. Take your I did dog have a lady walk, grocery store. I did have a lady walk in one night with two emotional support dogs. Oh my god! And I looked at her. I said two, and she said yes. <laughs> how, two. How, I've got the paper. How messed up are you? <laughs> I asked her. I said, "Does your emotional support dog need an emotional support dog?" Yeah. And she said, "That's not funny." And I said, "Yeah, it is." That's your comedy club. You're in a comedy club. And she goes, yeah. can I sit up front? And I went, absolutely not. I'm not going to let you sit there with two puppies at the front row. I was like, no, that's not fair on any comic who goes up tonight. That's unfortunate. You're making yourself the show. The NFL draft is tonight. We are about 20 minutes away from it. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, I just, I'm nervous for the Houston Texans. Uh, I don't, I don't, every other team kind of awaits on that number two pick and, and, and the cards will fall thereafter. But I, you know, again, they hired D'Amico Ryans. It's a huge spot for them. They can change a lot of things about that organization. And for the city of Houston, which is the third, fourth largest, biggest city in the United States, they need that franchise to do well. The Houston Astros, two World Series championships in the last five, six years. Uh, they've gone four times. That team is dominating there. The Houston Rockets, Rockets just hired a new head coach, and but they're bottom of the barrel in the NBA. So uh, the NBA team and the NFL team in Houston – are bottom bottom feeders both of them both of them have them have top picks and drafts right so the texans can change a lot of things about their organization and there's a lot of fans that 20 years ago 17 years ago however long it was that the houston texans came to be um there's a lot of people tonight really nervous about what they're going to do and i as as they should be i i would be freaking out if i was a massive houston texans fan tonight because the, the stars can align for them if they do the right things. Yeah. I just noticed a shop board over here at Christian's Tailgate, and it just it reads like it reads like a strip joint I used to go to back oh, in what the is day. It? Well, you've got the Royal Fuck, the Italian Hussy, the Red Snapper, the Italian Apple, and the Purple Hooter. They remind me of purple women. Hooter. The Purple Hooter reminds me of a stripper I knew at uh, Jumbo's Clown Room in L.A. Jumbo's Clown Room? Mm -hmm. What's that? That's a burlesque club. Burlesque? Yeah. Is that what they call it out there? Burlesque. Well, that's... It would be the difference between burlesque and butt naked. Is <laughs> burlesque has clothes. It's classy. It's like a Beverly Hills strip, Beverly Hills Cop strip club from the old Beverly Hills Cop movies, where no one was getting lap dances, but everybody could always see a stripper. Yeah, kind of felt not quite as nasty. <clears throat> well, look, Dan anyway, Green. Let's go back to with, with, uh, on my tangent. There's a purple hooter that took me away from this, folks. I'm sorry about that. I couldn't. Purple hooter took you away from the NFL draft. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's what we do. Lauren Leal uh, got called. Uh, well, actually, she had a meeting that ran a little over, so she could not make the show tonight. But I was lucky enough to have Dan Green fly in from LA for a show tonight. He's having tomorrow night. Uh, cannot wait for that. I'm going to be there. Uh, two other comics yourself. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow night. Go to eventbrite.com. Dan Green and friends. He uh, tickets are on sale there. Go get them now. A lot of us will be there tomorrow night. I'm excited about that. But thank you for actually uh, joining the show tonight. I, I this is a pleasant surprise. I am pumped, and I am pumped. And you know what? It looks like tailoring has gone up a notch at the NFL draft because everybody seems to be pretty sharp looking tonight. 
man, it's 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 not as boxy as it used to be back in the day. Did you remember those suits? Joe? People looked like aircraft hangers. It was fantastic, man. It looked aircraft like, hangers looked like <laughs> looked like I, talking heads, man. It was great. Man. I've got to give the NFL a massive or ESPN whoever did this massive compliments on taking the NFL draft and making it a spectacle because we were talking a little bit about this before the show. The NFL draft used to be a bunch of GMs and, and owners and, and uh, head coaches sitting in, in a room, uh, probably a 20 by 20 room with a bunch of little desks and a little helmet was on there with a the little pickup phones. And, and that was it, man. It was no, there was no, there was no hype. There was no nothing. And last year you had picks being brought to the stage on gondolas in Las Vegas. And it is a huge event now. I think now it's televised because it's so televised and there's such a microscope now. I mean, not saying the optics of a bunch of white guys sitting at a table saying, I'll take that guy. <laughs> and that's all it was. And that's what I, it looked, We need to go back to those videos. I'm was just, there a black I, dude I, in the room? I'm just saying it kind of <laughs> looked like that back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, the optics weren't great. Yeah. Okay. But now we've got gondolas and I don't know what they're going to bring them in on a piece of barbecue in kansas city i ain't nothing else to do in kansas city except the barbecue. I, yeah i don't think there's going to be too much of a spectacle las vegas always has to go up and up and over expectations but uh it's in kansas city so it should be look again they've they've made it an event it's a lot of fun bars are packed in every city again i call it christmas day i heard it on another show too they call it christmas day because everybody's getting a present like you said i'm so. gonna call it right now by day two people are gonna be rolling down that hill in kansas city that that hill is made for people rolling down and doing dumb shit well, they've uh, they've been drinking over there in Kansas City, and usually they do. I just I gotta applaud them for making it such an event. The NFL didn't have a lot going on during the off seasons for the last. Well, I mean, the last ten years, oh, geez, maybe wait, fifteen that's, years. That's packed up. Yeah, yeah, look at it. It's it's an event, man. People fly in to go to this thing, and it is unbelievable now. Uh, so it, it is a, it's a fun thing. We've got about <laughs> twenty minutes. Is that a Carolina fan? <laughs> Carolina Panthers. They get number one. <laughs> She's dressed as a panther, but she looked like a fucking pussycat. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, look at this. See, you're talking about Jordan Addison, USC wide receiver. There's his suit. Um, all right. Shop. So before we get, before we let everybody go, you got 20 minutes till the draft. Everybody can get a couple of drinks in them, relax, turn the TV up. Who's going to make the biggest mistake tonight in the draft? I'm gonna give you some choices before you answer. Carolina Panthers at number one. Houston Texans at number two, Indianapolis Colts at number four, or the Las Vegas Raiders at number seven. Biggest mistake. Biggest mistake. Man, I got my – I love Houston so much. Oh it's my, my favorite God. town. <laughs> but I got my arms wrapped around Cam McNair just going right out. Cal McNair, sorry, oh. going big on this one. and Whiffing, strike three. I can see this would be strike free. Look, the, the Houston fan base would boycott the Texans if they screw this up. I'm going to make a call right now. It's going to be a corner or a safety. No way. That okay? You may be right. And there you go. Boom! Boycott the Texans. Like that would that would drop the bomb on them. Corner or safety, or or you'll trade. Or, okay. Worst case scenario, trades two out for for a couple of picks next year. And then they take that corner of that safety at 12. I just think it's amazing that we don't – they've been so quiet, Nick Casario and the Houston Texans at number two, which is really going to dictate the, the entire draft. We already know number one. What the Texans do at number two is going to dictate everybody. I, I don't remember a draft being 
where the number two pick dictate like everybody's got five minutes now to right. figure this whole thing you out. You know how you can gauge it? The number two quarterback. Look at his face. <laughs> and see how nervous he looks, and you'll know what's going on. Because so it should be C.J. Stroud. It, it, so letter of the law would tell you C.J. Stroud. Now the betting odds, betting odds say Will Levis is going number two. Well, I, go. I, look I, at, I, I look at I look at Will and go, what do you reckon? See how nervous he looks. So if I'm the Houston Texans and it's Will Levis or next year, I say next year. Yeah. I go defense, grab uh, grab and uh, grab grab Anderson and, and be done with it. Grab the top defensive guy in the draft. And then change it on to next year. Like, what, here we go. What are, are we got, have we got any year. projected picks for next year? What are we looking at next year? Yeah, well, the, if the Texans tank with Davis Mills, which they will, like not like it, I just don't like. We're forgetting message. that Lovey Smith put the Houston Texans in this position with not only a last-second touchdown in the last game of the season, but also a last-second two-point conversion. At twelve bucks a beer at Reliant, I don't like the message that sends to your fans. We're tank <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just don't like what you're doing there. Don't. That's what they should do. That is a great idea. If you're going to tank, t- Texans, Colts, well, not free, $5. Two dollar beer night. Yeah. Two dollar beer. Have specials. Have you're a ha- not going to be good. Happy hour. Happy See, hour the first we half. We need to be the promoters for the Houston Texans. All right, guys, got to thank a couple of people before we get out of here. I want to thank Christian's Tailgate. Uh, we're here in the Heights. There's four of the locations in Houston, Texas. You guys get up here, watch the draft, grab a beer, eat some food. It is phenomenal. Also, Diamond Auto Spa. Our boy over there, Austin Bauer. Go to www.autodiamondautospa.com. Man, maybe I need a couple more Lone Stars. Uh, Also want to thank Joe Applewhite, Applewhite Realty. Uh, If you have any, what is his saying is, everything I touch turns to sold. There you go. There you go, Joe. And also, Damn good guy, Joe Applewhite. Damn good guy. He's a really good man. He's an awesome, awesome realtor. Yeah, man. Um, money management. Fix your credit. Uh, want that house or car you need? Call Johnny Van Lee. Go to moneymanagementco.com. He is your man for everything. Get your credit score up. Get some credit cards so it can go back down. That's what I did. Uh, now I called him again the other day, and now I got to go back up. So I'll I'll fix my credit uh, once again. Absolutely. And there you go. And and last but not least. Dan Green from L.A. Comedy show tomorrow night in Houston, Texas, live with two other guys from L.A. Really excited about this. Can't wait to go. Dan, uh, tell us uh, tomorrow night where they can go get your tickets and everything. Me, Johnny Mitchell, Mike Eshek, Jeff Joe at Darwin's Pub tomorrow night. Go to eventbrite.com. Search for Dan Green and friends. You're going to have the great, great. It's a great, it's a great comedy show. Laughter is good for your soul, yes. folks. Come on out. Have a few laughs. Cheap drinks. Be great. Can't wait, man. Uh, Jason, thanks for producing the show. As always, you have a show this Sunday. And congratulations on your parlay. Uh, We'll have gambling tips for you next next week. You guys have a good weekend. This is Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. He's Dan Green. See you. See you.